Hello, hello, this is JT and welcome to my podcast, It's Just a Belief, the podcast where we talk about transformations and transition. Today, we're going to talk about a very special way to use hypnosis, which is to prepare for interviews. Yes, I do have clients who are in career transition and we do prepare under hypnosis. Uh, it's quite fascinating and it's quite a powerful tool. So before we deep dive into the technique that I use and how it's helped my client, I, of course, invite you to sign up to my website, ethnocoach.ca, so you get invitations to free events and my newsletter. She lives in the wonderful world of the state of hypnosis and finds hidden gems in your subconscious mind. She laughs, she loves, she breathes, goes deep, transforms, transitions, and laughs again. More than anything, she knows that it's just a belief. I have clients who happen to be in career transitions. So they are employed or unemployed, and they're moving towards something. So... What happened, as I talked about many times, we do some of the cleanup to start with, right? Ensuring that we're not just running away from something that we can fix or we can simply change our beliefs and then where we work becomes absolutely acceptable because we don't have the same expectations or we don't see it the same way. We don't see it like a little kid anymore. We see it as an adult, if I should say. So what will happen most likely is people will send me the job description. And because of my HR background, of course, I will really zoom into that job description, into keywords, and I will read through the lines as well. And this is because of my HR hat. And anybody who, who's been in HR long enough, who's, who's um, been on both sides in the recruitment team, because I have led recruitment team and, and both as, um, as the internal client, so who's hiring manager, we all know, right, that, that there's kind of fine lines into what's written and what's not written. So I will pick up on those words. Of course, I will ask the client about, you know, interaction is had so far, words is picked up or behaviors that's been happening so far, like lagging time between responding or stuff like that. So once I have that kind of background of the job itself, the description, the context, we've done the cleanup, we know that the person is moving towards something and not you know, escaping something uh, and not running away from something. Um, we uh, go under hypnosis and then the first, there's kind of three paths. The first path is doing the job history and I call it, it's the career journey. And it's to go into each of the employment and to see how the person has chosen, what were the criteria, what was happening at the time in their life, what were the beliefs that they were having that make them made this choice. And it's very funny because with one of my clients lately, he said, you know what? I realized, like, I never chose a job. A job was offered to me. I always took what was there, but I never really searched or never really chose. So that was very interesting because we were trying to having him choose now what he wants to do. Um, and that part is very interesting. So I call it also the career due diligence. 
So we look at what has been the criteria that have been successful, what have been the criteria who were not successful, what was purposeful or meaningful 20 years ago might not be today. And so we we go through that job history and we kind of take out the elements that are the most relevant for where the person wants to go. Sometimes people will really have aha moments where they will say, wow, like this client, right? I realized I never chose a job before. Wow. I realized that every time in an interview, people would praise me or, or every time there was a situation to save, every time I felt that the company or the team were not going well, that they needed a savior, I was the one to go out there because that was fulfilling the inner need to feel useful and not feel useless. So that's another story when we did the due diligence that the person discovered. So that's the first thing we do, is really to take out uh, the elements. Then we go and we look at what are the strengths of this person? And then we have kind of a list of, you know, what are the strengths of the person? Um, And then we visualize the reality. Like when you look on a piece of paper, all the strengths that you have, all the talent that you have, and you think about the world of employment, there's a lot of people out there looking for what you have. And this is what you really start to see. And this is what you really need to believe in order for you to feel really comfortable in the interview. So we look at really what your strengths are. Then we really prepare for the interview. So under hypnosis, I will ask you, what are the questions you don't like to answer? What are the questions you're you're uncomfortable? What are the things in this job that you think you don't have? What, What is the experience you think you don't have? What is the gap, right, between this job and what you've done so far? Where are your strengths? So once we've done all this, because then I use my HR hat, I will ask really behavioral question. Like I had a client, I remember, she hated the question about salary. She couldn't stand to be asked, you know, how much she wanted to earn. And this was because it was linked to her own value. So we went back and worked on that. You know, I am worth it. I, I am enough. You know, I am, I am valued. I am valuable. And we go back to all those qualities, right, of the person. And the person sees that, yeah, that's right. You know, I, have, I bring a lot of value to the table. So we rehearse, rehearse, and rehearse those questions where people don't feel comfortable to make them feel totally comfortable to answer those questions. I have one guy, it was really funny. He said, oh, you know, I hate HR. I hate the questions that HR brings. Like they're always stupid questions, okay? And so I'm like, okay, now in the interview, you love the HR person because the HR person is the person that has a lot of influence in who's, you know, if you're going to be hired or not, then most likely you're not going to work with this person. But it's important that you love this person. So we went back and kind of had him understand what was the role of HR. And that we kind of programmed. And then when HR would, pause, would ask him a question, I love the questions that HR is, are asking me. Sometimes we need to go a little bit further, right? And, and then we didn't have time, but I would have loved to go down and understand what really was about HR that he hated. 
you know, we talked a little bit about that, like he hated superficiality. And I guess, you know, in the interview where he was, um, the question that he got asked from HR, we're not able to portray, I guess, his strengths. And um, and then we talk about roles of people in an interview. Uh, we prepare questions as well. So it's quite extensive, the work we can do to prepare you for interviews. It's always fascinating how people, after they go to the interview and they always tell me the same thing, wow, it flew by, I was myself, I answer. We talk a lot about hearing the questions, listening to the questions, feeling comfortable giving the answer, looking at people in the eye, uh, feeling confident, um, but not overly confident. Um, and then really be able to read the signs and, and read the language also that's being given while we are in the interview about the organization itself. How to, so some people, what we'll have, one of my clients, I remember for her, it was very important that uh, teamwork, it was such an important value to her, collaboration and teamwork. But then she was always going <laughs> and picking up uh, employment where the, the teams were scrambling and everything. So teamwork was something very important to her. So we built questions for her to be able to assess what was the culture of teamwork in the organization where she was going to work so that it's not only what they're telling you. The employer will tell you, oh yeah, we have great teamwork, we have great collaboration, right? Um, and then you want to dig a little bit further, like you want to ask questions. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm very interested in knowing more about it. Do you have an example? Or, or you know, you, you just go deeper into yourself being able to see what's really happening. And then eventually speaking to, to peers and have peer-to-peer -peer interviews, which are quite fascinating and quite powerful. So this is really the three ways we prepare for interviews. I always wear my HR hat. I cannot take it out. So in that preparation, I wear my HR hat. I wear my IFNO hat. I wear my coach hat. <laughs> I wear my sales hat. And then um, I really, really, really work with my client to get the due diligence about the job itself, bridge the gap, answer the difficult questions that are uncomfortable questions, feeling good and confident about our own capacities and, and abilities and talent and feeling really competent. Of course, the reality is that only one person will get the position. And as I say often to people, there's a lot of things behind the scene that sometimes it's hard to know why this person was chosen. And I'm not talking here about discrimination or anything, but Sometimes we know that another project is coming up that's going to require other set of skills. Sometimes we know that the company is going through a big change and we need a game changer. Sometimes we know when the person is very competent in all other skill sets, but doesn't have that one. So, so there's, you know, ponderation, of course, as we know in, in the criteria, which could lead to one candidate over another. But really, it is about confidence it is about being prepared. It is about feeling very comfortable about the discomfort. It is also about uh, feeling that the in people who are interviewing you, they like you, they appreciate you, you appreciate them, HR, whoever, hiring manager. 
because that puts you into a different body language, that puts you into a different um, tone of voice, that puts you into a different disposition, right? And then you can always choose if you're going to accept the job or not eventually. But those are um, some of the ways that I do prepare uh, with clients who are going through career transition and a fantastic moment of interviews, merry-go-round. And, and with Zoom, it's, you know, it's, it's another layer of complexity. So to be very, very attentive and focused and at the same time pleasant and professional and, and, and demonstrating our competency, both the employer side, the recruitment teams and the, the candidate, you know, have to learn to go through those interviews, I would say, you know, differently than what we had in the past. So voila, I hope this is helpful for you. I wanted to talk about this because I think I, using hypnosis to prepare for interviews is so powerful. It's, it's underutilized actually, and it's very, very powerful. So voila, I hope you enjoyed that episode. And until next time, as you know, it's just a belief. Right. Right.